Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hi, everybody. How is everybody doing today? We are... Here I am recording another podcast. I had a great experience last night. Somebody came up to me and said, I just want you to know that I've been listening to your podcast and I know that you say people aren't, you don't know if people are listening, but I'm listening. And she proceeded to tell me which podcast specifically meant a lot to her. And I really appreciated that. And that was super thoughtful and super nice. And I know that there are things out here that are helping people. And so that's why I'm continuing to do it. And it helps me too. So um, it's kind of a crazy world out there right now, but we're going to just keep doing these podcasts and keep learning and growing and trying to find ways to better ourselves. Today, we're going to talk about the law of the boomerang. Super creative um, way to put it, but this is chapter seven of Sterling W. Sills' book. And he talks about how would you like to possess great, personal power. Just think about these three or four questions. They're so powerful. How would you like to possess great personal power? How would you like to be trusted and respected and loved? How would you like to have people always treat you exactly the way you would like to be treated? Here's some good news for you, he says. You can have all these things, and the answer, how you get them, is found where the answers for many of the other important questions of life are found in the scriptures. So many things are found in the scriptures, and Jesus wasn't just great a great teacher. He was a master of human relations. And the greatest statement on public, public re- relations ever known is found in the Bible, and it's known as the golden rule. And I know I've taught my students um, this rule, and sometimes they don't know They don't know this rule, but it's in the Bible, in Matthew 7, 12, it says, Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. And so this is basically the golden rule. Um, Whatever we throw out, we receive in return. And sometimes people call it karma. And I, I truly believe that when you give good out, good comes back to you. And I, I think I maybe have had a podcast around about this. There's a little different twist on this one today that I thought was interesting. Um, but it's always a good reminder to hear these things again. Sterling so goes on to say that like we're like human magnets. Our deeds, the things that we do, our attitudes, and even our thoughts attract in kind. I truly do feel that we attract to ourselves exactly who we are. Um, He says, like begets like. Um, He says, when we know in advance how people will react, um, great power is placed in our hands. And I think that's interesting. When we know in advance how people will will react, great power is placed in our hands if we have the courage to use it. And so he says, when we thoroughly understand these laws of action and reaction, then we can stimulate any desired response in other people. If we want smiles, smiles. Um, If we want people to like us, all we have to do is like them. 
If we speak ill of someone behind his back, he retaliates in kind, only magnified. I think this is so true in a marriage. Um, I see myself, sometimes I think, I bring on some of the things that I don't want my husband to do because I do those very things. And I've been trying to see my own self as what I do. And I think if I'm not smiling and laughing and happy and fun loving, then he's not going to be in that way. And I can totally see that in life, you, you create, you attract what you are, you know? And so we really have to, um, think about how our actions and the way that we treat others and the way that we act comes back to us. Um, he talks about when you return good for evil, it's a method of attack that the other guy does not understand. So think about that. If someone does something mean to you, if you come back at them with something nice, they, it baffles them. It confuses them. It leaves them powerless. And we can, we can control the things that happen around us when we treat other people well. And I truly believe that this is true. But think about how it is when we try to force our way on somebody else. Or when we walk around with a chip on our shoulder. Or we are, we're upset. Or we push our ideas and our, our thoughts on other people. People don't like that. You know, God gave us free agency. That was, that's one of the things that, you know, I truly believe in is that we were sent to this earth for, to have free agency and we have to make our own choices. And so, um, if somebody takes away our agency, we don't like that. Right. So we, we have to, um, treat people the way that we would want to be treated and give them the respect that they would want. When we've learned and mastered the philosophy that's contained in the golden rule, and we've kind of learned to put it into practice, then we will have mastered ourselves and we've learned, we'll learned how, how to have self-control. I mean, this is such a, a powerful concept. And how many times do we think about what we want instead of walking around day in and day out, thinking about all the people that were around, how what they want, what they need, you know, um, it's a great way of life and it controls a power that is so too strong for anybody to resist. Like the relationships that you create using the golden rule is so powerful. Um, it conquers everything in front of it. It's a great religious philosophy. And if a person can use learn how to use it, it can change their whole life, their whole entire life. It's, it's really, this, this idea is really worth like a million dollars. And, you know, Sterling Sill says, try it for 30 days, go around talking about it, thinking about it for 30 days and see how it doesn't change your life. So there's your challenge. Um, you know, there's putting the gauntlet out there, like think about what you can do for other people. Um, my, my son-in-law has been living with us during the coronavirus, and honestly, he is always doing something to help us. And without 
even seeking anything in in return. Like I turn around and he's done another thing to help. And it's just been amazing. Like I am always wanting to do something for him because he's always doing something for us. And um, it really works. But there's a little, there's something different that I hadn't thought about before um, this about the golden rule. So the golden rule means to treat others like you want to be treated. But it, it really means to treat others with respect, kindness, and fairness. And they, there's different, there's different takes on the golden rule. Sometimes you'll hear the platinum rule or the silver rule. Um, but somebody said this, this is really the platinum rule. Treat others as they wish to be treated. Do what they would prefer. Because I think we have to use the golden rule with some discretion. We can't just do unto others as we would, as you would have them do unto you. Because you have to think a little bit deeper than that. Because really, you think about it, not everybody wants exactly how you want it. You know, and I want things different than my husband want things or I, I want things different than my son wants things. And so we have to think about how do how do they want it? What would we do? How would they want it to be done? And that that's really even a higher law and a higher level of understanding other people. So you have to allow yourself to tune in to how others would want to be treated. So like I maybe I would want like a, a big surprise party and it would be so fun and I would love it and having everybody there and you know a big surprise party but my husband wouldn't doesn't want that. He doesn't like a lot of people around. He he just likes small groups and few people. And so you know so if I were to throw him a surprise party because that's what I would want then that doesn't always work. So if you really want to take the golden rule to a higher level, then you have to think about what somebody else would want. Think about this story. Um, there's a story of a monkey and a fish. And the monkey, the monkey was um, wanting to apply the golden rule. And he was always trying to teach others like he wanted to be, or treat others how he wanted to be treated. But he sometimes applied the golden rule foolishly. One day a really big flood came and as the waters rose, the monkey climbed to the tree to safety. And then he looked down and saw a fish struggling in the water and he thought, oh, I would want to be lifted from the water. So he reached down, grabbed the fresh fish from the water, lifting him to safety on a high branch. Of course, that didn't work and the fish died. So the foolish monkey applied the golden rule literally. Treat others as you want to be treated, but that fish didn't want to be taken from the water. And he didn't consider how monkeys and fish differ, differ from each other. So this is um, something that I think that we need to think about. Know the times that the golden rule may not um, necessarily apply requires a higher awareness of others. It's it's always a good barometer to think, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. But the higher law, the higher thinking is, you know, what would others want you to do? How would they want you to do things? 
And, and so that's when we really have to get outside of ourselves and, and think about what would somebody else like and how would they benefit. In order to do this, this requires some empathy. And there's things that we can do and practice to be um, more empathetic of other people. I think that with what's happening in our world today, with these race riots and everything that's happening, we could use a little bit more of the golden rule. Um, in every way that we are responding to this um, big thing that happened with this police officer and this black man, um, there's so many ways to approach this. And I think the golden rule um, could be if we empowered that more in our lives. Um, but, you know, they talk about um, if you're going to have empathy, you know, there's an old Indian proverb, Native American proverb that says, walk a mile in another man's moccasins before you criticize him. So I think that we have to really think and try to understand what the other person's life is like. And, you know, I, I, could, I could do better at that, especially in my family life. Um, this was really inspiring to me. George Orwell, a famous, famous author. I think he wrote Animal Farm. This is what he did. I thought this was so interesting. After several years as a police officer in British Burma in the 1920s, Orwell returned to Britain, determined to discover what life was like for those living on the social margins, so poor people. He says, I wanted to submerge myself to get right down among the oppressed, he wrote. So he wanted to see what it was like for these people. So he dressed up as a tramp, or a homeless, in today's wor word of, you know, our words. He had shabby shoes and a coat, and he lived on the streets of East London with beggars and vagabonds. The result, recorded in his book, Down and Out in Paris and London, London was a radical change in his beliefs, priorities, and relationships. He not only realized that homeless people are not drunken scoundrels, Orwell developed new friendship, shifted his views on inequality, and gathered some superb literary material. So I'm thinking, man, I need to read Down and Out in Paris and London. He says it was the greatest travel experience of his life, and he realized that empathy doesn't just make you good. It's good for you, too. People who spend time understanding and trying to understand other people. If we did that in our families, imagine how um, much better we would get along. And, you know, you can conduct your own experiments. If you're really a religious, try attending religion of another faith, different from your own. Or if you're an atheist, try to go to a church. Spend a vacation living and volunteering in a village in a developing country. This is what I really want to do. And John Dewey, a famous author, also said, all genuine education comes about through experience. Another way to show a lot of empathy is to really listen. L listen hard and open up. You know, 
Are you really present when people are talking? Or are you preparing the next thing that you're going to say? I guess I, I can easily relate because I do these things. It's like sometimes we're in a conversation with people and we don't hear what they said because we know the next thing that we're going to say. And we're thinking so much about what we want to say. We're not even listening to other people. You, you know when people are listening to you, if they're looking at you, they're responding, they're, they're looking you in the eye, they're not looking at their phone or their iPad or something else, right? Really listen and make yourself available to other people. And then this, it's interesting that I found this website because it really goes with what's happening into our world right now. And they say, they say, listening is never enough. The second trait is to make yourself vulnerable. You have to reveal your feelings to someone else to create a real strong bond. That empathy is kind of a two-way street, you know. And so we have to really listen, but we also have to share. We have to not be, we have to be a little bit vulnerable, um, which is kind of what I am on this podcast, vulnerable, you know, but we need to be we need to open up and share also. We can't just listen. But what's interesting is this next one it says it says inspire mass action and social change. And that's so interesting with what's happening in our world today with this riot thing that's going on. Um and black um black lives or I haven't really been following it a ton. But um you know, I, I'm hearing about it. Everybody's talking about it. Um, and so it says here that we need to emphasize, em, empathize with people whose beliefs we don't share or who may be enemies in some way. You know, um, empath, empathizing with adversaries is also a route to social tolerance. So we need to cr- try and understand what other people are thinking, you know, and that really goes with the golden rule. And, you know, if you really want to do the platinum rule, treat others as they wish to be treated, what do they want? You have to know what they want. And if you're not asking, then you're not knowing. And so we have to really be aware of, of what people need and what people want in order to make a change. But, you know, this this website that I set, found, Inspire Mass Action and Social Change, it talks about how we, we can make a difference. And that's really what we need to do is love other people and understand other people and accept other people and learn to understand. Because most people are going, coming from a place of, Hey, they just want what's best for people. So we need to get out there and, and in our, in our social circle of who we're talking with and what we're doing, let's get out and find out what people want. What do people need? Um, I hope this podcast has made you think it's made me think, and it may, it's made me think that I need to do better. And, um, I'm going to work at this and I'm going to try really hard and, you know, through this next little bit and not just try hard to, but to really do it, just to think about what somebody else wants, what their needs are and to try to fulfill theirs. And I started at the very beginning of the podcast 
with these questions. And I think that when we actually do follow the true law of um, the golden rule, and he calls it law of boomerang, because what you give out comes back to you, right? These questions, once again, how would you like to possess great personal power? How would you like to be trusted and respected and loved? And how would you like to have people always treat you exactly the way you would like to be treated? I think those things can happen when we employ the law of boomerang or the golden rule in really trying to understand what other people want and what other people need and help them to achieve that and make that our goal. So let's go out there. Let's make the world a better world on, in our corner. Um, let's start making change, um, helping the world to be a better place and share the podcast. I hope everybody has a great week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.